This is a special edition of the podcast and part of a series we are bringing to you in partnership with Black Hawk Network. Experts in branded payment solutions offering physical gift cards, e-cards and e-gifts, as well as choice in customer rewards. And today we're going to be talking about the changing world of reward and benefits, looking at exactly where it looks to be headed and what it might look like this Christmas. You might recognize my voice. I'm Dan Cave, Head of Content at Executive Grapevine Digital Media, and it is a pleasure to be joined again by Michael Harper, Senior Account Director at Black Hawk Network, to pick his brains on this massive topic. So first off, Michael, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Dan. Um, Thanks for inviting me back on. I'm looking forward to the podcast. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, it's an absolute pleasure to have you back on. I know last time we were talking about Christmas parties and whether they'd happen or not. And it seems, you know, the landscape is pretty mixed. We had, you know, people thinking, oh, I'll do it via Zoom. And we had people saying, actually, don't really want a Christmas party. I might just sound a, a voucher or something to say thank you to my staff that way. But actually, I think it's nice now to look at the other side of Christmas reward season, which is Christmas bonuses. We all know it's been another hard year you know if we cast our mind back 10 months i know that sounds like a long time ago now we're ruling a in a deep lockdown we know that many companies since then have gone through different stages of working environments and different transformations and then right now we're in a we're in a a massive talent crisis we're in the supposed great resignation so a lot of a lot of employers might be thinking about what they might need to do to keep staff of course reward might be part of this so i guess i'm asking are Christmas bonuses going to happen this year, despite maybe a bit of financial unpredictability? And why is this something that, you know, Christmas bonuses specifically, that employers should be thinking, right, this is something important that I need to get my head around right now? Yeah, of course. And I think it's a real, probably more than ever, a real difficult time for employers to to consider whether to give them a Christmas bonus. I think there's a lot of misconception on, you know, what a Christmas bonus is compared to a Christmas party. Some employers might think a Christmas party is providing the employees a Christmas bonus, where really a Christmas party is that instant reward, enjoy your night tomorrow morning, that kind of reward is gone. And a Christmas bonus, you want it to be kind of a longevity reward that if it's a cash bonus, if it's a choice reward that Blackhawk Network supply, that can see you into the new year and you can really put that reward towards something. Looking at kind of the Blackhawk survey stats, you know, nine out of 10 workers believe they deserve a bonus. And when asked how much people felt they should receive, the average was quite, for me, surprisingly quite high. £864 was the average bonus, which I personally think is too high. And I personally believe that's where the misconception comes. I think employers think about a bonus as not a life-changing amount of summer money but a high sum of money um, provided to each employee but really I mean 95% said they would be delighted to receive a £50 shopping voucher and if with trivial benefits with a £50 voucher £50 or below you can go through the HMRC trivial benefits so you avoid paying national insurance and tax on a gift card reward as well so interesting landscape as we move in to see with the Christmas bonuses. Yeah, that is interesting that there might be a misstep between employers and employees, although, as you've just said, there are lots of options out there to kind of show employees that you do recognise that they, you know, they've gone through a difficult year and they might need to be rewarded for that. I, I know I was looking at some of the headlines 
before we recorded this podcast to kind of see what was, you know, what were employers out there doing regards bonuses at this time of year? And I thought it was interesting that you could see a lot of noise around joining bonuses from from big firms who are trying to get staff in for Christmas. I know Amazon have got this massive headline, three grand one, and Sainsbury's have got a 500 quid cash for, for people willing to like join the company just before the Christmas rush. But it's not just all about recruitment to get people in for a busy time, is it, Michael? Like rewarding staff who've gone through a busy year and are there already actually is probably going to help some of that maybe worry about keeping staff within the company but also engaged and feeling like they're, they're playing their part and you appreciate that too isn't it yeah and i think you you touched on um, at the start of the podcast and, and that goes around kind of the great resignation you often find that you know you're looking people have you know at least a little bit of time off over christmas and that's when you start thinking you know is this job right for me could you be looking at a new job and that's where a christmas bonus comes into play if it's just a one one-off bonus at the end of the year it's a token of goodwill an appreciation gesture um goes a long way for, for the employees and often you find that it's just the top earners who who do get kind of the higher end bonus but really the let's just call them the adequate workers who turn up for full their job spec sometimes they're not being recognized and sometimes they're the ones who who, who do want a, a pick-me-up in terms of a bonus um you know to make them feel valued within the company and and to make them look forward to the to the year ahead yeah, brilliant. So what, what you're telling me, I guess, is that bonuses should be a bit more universal and you should be showing all of your staff that have helped you through that. Yes, I appreciate you. And obviously, various different gift options are, are available there. I'd be quite interested to know what is changing this year, though, in terms of maybe or what you think employers might be giving out and kind of what what staff want as well. I know you've mentioned that staff want quite a lot amount in terms of their bonuses but are there different things happening there I mean I looked at Blackhawk Network's research from last Christmas and almost six in ten there were saying that actually I don't mind getting a bonus this year it's like just getting through the year and you know yeah. keeping my job with, with like the volatility of 2020 is enough has has this changed a bit what, what are you seeing in the market? I think this is changing I think in the kind of ever-changing world post-pandemic we are seeing you know more recognition being given to the employers i mean before i mean the the black hawk survey that was done i think in 2019 2020 just a third of staff have ever ever had a christmas bonus so i think this year we are changing i, I do think employers are becoming more grateful and more mindful you know especially the challenges of working from home um so to so Historically, we've seen Christmas bonuses as, you know, you've reached a sales target, you've reached your your marketing criteria. I think this year it's more, you know, actions speak louder than words. So to provide that action, to provide that voucher. And in terms of employees, we're seeing that employees wanted to be rewarded for their own kind of personal interests and hobbies. So providing a voucher of choice, a select voucher, an envy experience voucher, which they can they can have a day out on, on their company. That that's really becoming popular now. So yeah, rewards that reflect the employees' interests and hobbies. So again, going down that more personalised route as well, which is something that we're seeing across all areas of HR practice right now, and all kind of like elements of the employee experience seem to be moving towards this. So let let's say as an employer, you've listened to what 
myself and Michael have just said over the, over the past you know few minutes and you're like right I, I know that I've got to reward my employees I guess the next step is getting it right and I know you touched on this earlier in the podcast as as well Michael around understanding whether what you're giving is is taxable or maybe more of a a trivial benefit as well could you explain that to us as well if possible yeah so in terms of a cash bonus versus a 50 pound gift card you are if you if you provide a 50 pound gift card you are eligible for the trivial trivial benefits so you can save up to 48 pound 10 per trivial benefit that you give via a gift card so to qualify for a trivial benefit you must cost 50 pound or less per employee it cannot be cash so this includes a cash voucher so gift cards are eligible and it's not given as a reward or an, or incentive so this can qualify as a bonus just taken away from Christmas, this could be an Easter gift, a wedding present, anniversary gift, so long, long, long service awards. So you, what, what you'd save on providing a gift card instead of putting it on the payroll is tax, national insurance. So that would equal up to £48.10 um, saving for your business. So per employee, that really can add up as, as a saving for the business. And I guess, you know, something to be aware of with many predicting a slightly uncertain future, you still can reward your staff in a very financially savvy way, despite, you know, maybe a bit of uncertain financial outlook, which, again, is going to do brilliant things for your talent agenda, especially in the bigger context of the great resignation and, you know, the hiring issues that we hear about on the news all the time. So I guess moving on from Christmas and I know you've mentioned it a, a little bit just then as well regards there are different times in the year that of course you can reward and show your appreciation towards your employees what do you think then we're we're, we're going to learn about the future of rewards in in 2022 is there anything that we kind of take from this this moment yeah we're looking at little and often I think employees want to be recognized for their ongoing duties at work and their ongoing commitment and like you said, there's lots of different ways other than Christmas to reward. We've touched on the Easter gifts, wedding presents. You've got a new job, farewell gifts, welcome gifts for new employees, lunch, dinner and drinks with colleagues. So you could buy a restaurant card from us and you could treat the whole department to a meal out. And that could be you've hit your monthly target, you've hit your yearly target, etc. Bank holiday treats. And these can all be in different form of gift cards. We've got our favourites cards. We've got our one for all card. We've got our Hawk Select digital codes. Uh, I can go into more detail. If anyone wants to, they can add me, Michael Harper on LinkedIn. <laughs> there's the plug. So there's lots of different occasions that they can reward for. So little and often, I think, is the 2022 trend going in, going into the new year. Bro, and that to me seems to really align with the fact that it is you know if you're thinking about trying to keep your staff have a better retention rate and engage them we all know from the past 18 months that it can all change so quickly so showing you know that regular appreciation seems to make sense there because if you leave it to once a year three four months into 2022 that employee might have decided actually it's so easy to change job now i've got the power in the job market you know what see you later i'm off you've mm. not shown any appreciation towards me so that that to me makes a lot of sense. And just adding on to that, I mean, I'm, I'm from Blackhawk Network, you know, we sell gift cards, e-gifts, but I'm not saying that every reward has to be a monetary based value. Two, two hours off at, at the start of the week or at the end of the week, it can just be a little sense of achievement, you know, that you've been recognized. People just want to be recognized, I believe. 
being recognised adds that trust factor towards your manager or to your company. So just to be recognised with the company, whether it's monetary value, whether it's, you know, have, have the morning off, I think that is key to be recognised and valued from your employer. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Michael. I mean, what I took from that is be universal, personalise whatever you're doing and, and little and often. And you can do all of that in a very financially savvy manner. So to Michael, thank you once again for being the guest on this podcast and sharing your market insight and your analysis in this area. To our listeners, thank you for listening to this HR Grapevine and Blackhawk Network sponsored podcast. There will be more in the series, so keep your ears pricked and your eyes peeled. And for more of our podcasts and other editorial products, please visit hrgrapevine.com.